0: Please rise and put your hand over your heart, those of you who still love this country. Let the rest of them go to hell. We are living through a national emergency. There is a national insurrection. It's an insurrection made up of several disparate groups you think that it's just the punks in the streets breaking the windows or those firebombing police cars. But you'd be mistaken if you thought that was the limit to this insurrection. It is the media, it is academia, it is the law, it is government itself. I know many of you have been waiting for this show over the weekend as have I and you know I'm gonna have some very important things to say today about stopping the riots and the thugs and I do and the first thing I want to tell you is if you look at the long picture the long picture tells us something different than the short view I've studied revolutions and insurrections throughout history and here is one corollary that I th- I think is flawless When people are scared, they vote right, not left. Let me repeat that because you haven't read that anywhere. When people are scared, they vote right, not left. Now, if I know that, I have to assume that some within the Trump administration must know that. But I I can't be sure. I don't communicate with them. He was sequestered this weekend, as you well know, uh, deep within a bunker. Uh, unreachable for uh, his safety and the safety of his family. Uh, I don't know what they know, but I would assume if I could figure this out by reading history, some within his inner circle must be intelligent enough to also know that when people are scared, they vote right, not left. And if they have figured that out, I hope they're not so cynical as to believe that the more mayhem, the better it is for his chances of reelection. See what I'm saying? Catch that one. So I'm going to ask you a few questions today because this is your show. And here are the questions, because I know all of you are dying to talk. Who do you blame for letting these riots get out of control? Has Trump done enough? What would you recommend to stop the street thugs? And should Trump stop Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Google to quell the riots? Most importantly, I will ask the most loaded question because it's coming anyway. Should the military be brought in to quell the riots? Those are the questions. You are the audience, you are the judge and the jury. And I'm gonna give you the phone number and i to give you some history here today. The Phone number to the Savage Nation is 855 400 855-400-SAVAGE. We've watched the looting, we've watched violence, we've heard this disparate group of skinny punks in Antifa, the skateboarders and the others who you think are just innocent boys, breaking windows and stealing things, throwing firebombs. Trump said he's going to declare them a terrorist group. He doesn't even have the power to do that. So what's what's actually going to happen? And by the way, before the show is over, you're going to get a list of all the left-wing groups that are behind Antifa. See, Antifa is the military wing of many other groups that look like they're just intellectual discussion groups. And I have a list of all of them. And they include the ACLU and the National Lawyers Guild. But there are about 30 others. 30 other left-wing groups that are behind Antifa, the godfathers of Antifa. Antifa is the military wing of the punks at these other organizations. You understand that one? I have a list of them, and you're going to hear the names of all of them. They sound like a, a neighborhood progressive group. But they are the peaceful face of the violence that awaits us unless they are all stopped in their tracks. And I'm asking you again, who do you blame for letting these riots get out of control? Has Trump done enough? What would you recommend to stop the street thugs now? Should Trump stop Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Google to quell the riots? Finally, should the military be brought in to quell the riots? and i will give you a little history right now 12 times in history the president has called in the military on a domestic level not this president but all presidents in 12 cases the military had to be called in to stop the violence the first we have is 1957 58 desegregation of little rock school september 23rd 1957 President Dwight Eisenhower signed an executive order sending troops from the Army's 101st Airborne to maintain order and peace during the integration of Central High School by nine black students in Little Rock, Arkansas. Our Kansas Governor Orville Farbus earlier called in the State National Guard to bar black students from the school, giving you a little history that you didn't learn in your history book. And you're going to see that the military not only has been called in, but will be called in and should have been called in on Saturday. And those punks should have been put down like the like the feral dogs that they are. 1962, integration of the University of Mississippi. Again, race riots erupted in the campus of University of Mississippi in Oxford when James Meredith, the black Air Force veteran, attempted to integrate the all-white school. And despite the presence of more than 120 federal marshals who were on hand to protect Mr. Meredith from harm, the crowd turned violent. Next morning, two civilians were dead. Scores more were injured. After spending the night of September 30th under federal protection, Mr. Meredith was allowed to register for classes. The following morning, he became the first black graduate of the University of August, University in August of 1963. 1963, the feds were calling, the feds called in the military, to integration of, University of Alabama. 1963, integration of Alabama schools. Military had to be called in let's move the clock forward 1965 Selma Montgomery civil rights marches see it's always the the race issue in America civil war never ended civil war ended with hundreds of thousands of boys and men dead to free the blacks and the civil war is still being fought in case you don't know it have you paid the price yet for the civil war that we're fighting I have through affirmative action I've had jobs stolen from me. I've been taxed to death for high welfare costs. Shall I go down the list of the embarrassing things I'm not allowed to say? Selma and Montgomery, civil rights movement. (laughs) Civil rights. March 7th, 1965, became known as Bloody Sunday. Peaceful protesters led by John Lewis were beaten by local police as they tried to cross Selma's Edmund Pettus Bridge. The Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. led more than 3,000 marches across the same bridge two weeks later and continued on a 54-mile trek to Montgomery, the state's capital, under the protection of the recently federalized Alabama National Guard. The five-day march, one of the seminal moments in civil rights history, led to the passage of the Voting Rights Act in 1965. But that's not enough, the Voting Rights Act. Now they're calling for reparations. Yeah, okay. Well, I've already paid my reparations. I pay them every time I write a check to the federal, state, and local governments. I've paid reparations every time a job is stolen from a stolen from a white boy or white girl with a straight A average. I've paid for reparations, and so have you. 1967, Detroit riots. Army troops and National Guardsmen were called into the city for that riot. 68, Chicago riots. Following the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, A lot happened during that one. Army was called in at the approval of Mayor Rachel Daly. Thousands of troops descended on the city's troubled areas into Chicago. And when the fires that were set by the vermin, when the fires died out, 162 buildings had been burned to the ground. 12 people killed and 3,000 arrested. 1968, Washington riots following King's murder. 13,600 troops occupied Washington. Did you hear that? 13,600 troops were brought in to occupy Washington to save it from the mobs. And it was the most troops ever called since the Civil War to stop the looting and rioting. 1968, Baltimore riots following King's murder. Again, National Guard deployed across the city. 1970, New York City postal strike. Did you know that the... uh, Troops were called in. National Guard was called in by Richard Nixon to help the mail moving because the postal workers struck. The unions wanted more money. 1989, looting after Hurricane Hugo. Bush called in the National Guard to restore order on the island of St. Croix. Looting, 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 looting. Bush sent in 1,100 heavily armed troops to stop the looting, looting, looting. 1992, now we get closer to home, Rodney King verdict, Rodney King verdict, arson, violence and looting broke out across LA following the not guilty verdicts in all but one assault charge in the videotape police beating of Rodney King. During the violence, 2000 reserve soldiers were activated during 60 days of rioting. Are you ready for this? 60 people were killed and more than 2000 people were injured. Those are some of the times the president called in the military domestically. And I want to focus on the last one because it's most appropriate to the current one. And that is the military operations in Los Angeles in 1992 after the King verdict, the Rodney King verdict. 2,000 California Army National Guard soldiers were requested by the governor. Of course, this governor wouldn't call them. He's busy locking you in your house. Isn't it interesting that you were locked up in your house for three months and told to wear masks by these schmucks and morons in the health departments? And the rioters were running around without masks, without gloves, robbing and stealing. And all of these ninnies in the health department shut their big mouths. And that's because we're 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 docile. We in the suburbs, are the docile ones. I will have more to say about that in another show. What happened then after the Los Angeles riots in 1992 you don't know what happened because you don't read history but what happened was the military was called out and the guardsmen was sent into chaotic areas where there was a lot of shooting fires and looting and by the way we haven't seen any shooting have we except well yes there was a black federal policeman killed by black radicals in oakland but that got swept away by wolf blitzer who should be thrown in jail wolf blitzer for what he did over this weekend has reached a new low of propaganda and hatred but so has everyone at cnn i put the, the the head of cnn in prison for what he's been doing stirring up hatred but i'm not the president i'm only another another person in the media so what happened what happened here did you know what happened there how many people were killed have these uh, have these rioters pulled out guns yet? Yeah. In Oakland, they killed a black policeman, a federal policeman, guarding a building. But Wolf Blitzer didn't show his picture because it doesn't fit the narrative. And the mayor of Oakland, this Libby creature, is a far left radical who didn't even put in a curfew for fear she'd offend the black gangs. And the white punks on skateboards who smashed the whole city to pieces and looted At will. What happened after the military was called out? Do you know what happened? Machine guns were used. Did you know in 1965 in Watts, there was considerable machine gun fire and great expenditure of ammunition from small arms all the way up to 50 caliber? That's during the Watts riots. And commanders during the Watts riots, military commanders during the Watts riots, knew that lock plates were not installed on the guns, And they had to rely on their non-commissioned officers to enforce fire discipline. Only 20 rounds were fired in Los Angeles at that time because they had great restraint. Great restraint. And what happened was order was quickly restored. What happened after order was quickly restored in Los Angeles because the National Guard put down the feral dogs who were looting, burning, beating. What happened after the the feral dogs were dragged away like the vermin they are? The citizens saluted and applauded when the guardsmen were seen. The National Guardsmen were given thumbs up across the area. Largely black areas gave them thumbs up. The guardsmen had trouble spending money in local stores, even uh, those that had been looted, because shopkeepers and eating places refused to take money from them. They were loved so much. And here's the kicker, friends of the Savage Nation After law and order had been restored, the streets of L.A. were much safer than they had been prior to the riots. In Compton, California, the police reported that crime rate went down 70%. An elderly gentleman told a reporter that his wife could now walk to the market for the first time in over 20 years. The citizenry did not want the National Guards to to leave, and the last troops did not withdraw until May 29th exactly a month after the riots have been put down.
1: This is the Savage Nation. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. This is Michael
0: Savage. In today's world, violent crime can victimize anyone at any time. And when it's your time, would you be able to protect yourself and your loved ones, especially now with the riots? For my personal protection, I recommend training at Front Sight, the world's premier firearms training facility located near Las Vegas, Nevada. And due to our great relationship with Front Sight's founder and director, Dr. Ignatius Piazza, I've arranged for you and your family to train there too, free of charge. You heard me right, it's true. Just enter frontsight.com savage into your computer browser to secure a $2,000 four-day defensive handgun course, absolutely free of charge with no hidden surprises or catches. It's hard to believe, right? Well, try it out for yourself. Enter FrontSight.com Savage. After your first course at FrontSight, you'll leave with skills that surpass 99% of the gun-owning population. It's guaranteed. Nobody does it better than FrontSight, but you must act before these free courses are all taken. Jump on it now. Secure your free four-day course at FrontSight.com slash Savage.
2: Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters
0: and this podcast. When people are scared, they vote right, not left. If you think these scum in the streets are going to make people in the middle vote for some more left wing fanatics, like the mayor of Minneapolis or the moronic communist governor of uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Minnesota the governors of these states you're wrong. I've studied history people turn to the right when they're scared So the question now becomes who do you blame for letting these rioters get out of control? i watched this I like you could not stop watching it because I wanted the police to wait in and Not do something. I wanted to see them take them down like the feral animals that they were That's when you can quote me on that one when I saw those punks with skateboards bashing in the windows and stealing merchandise in the name of justice. I wanted to see the cops drag them out across the street by their hair, but I didn't see it. Oh, and one little boy picked up a tear gas grenade and tried to throw it back, and then he got hit with another one. He said, Mommy, I'm blinded. The cop shot me in the eye. Mommy. Mommy wasn't there, the radical mommy. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Okay, you know I'm a car guy. You know I've had a Hellcat. And with the ever-increasing numbers of cars like Dodge, BMW, and Volkswagen, and models like the Hellcat, X3, and Jetta, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. We all know that. I'm a car guy. And I'm telling you why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while a counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com right in your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you could then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts in a chain store or a new car dealership when you could do it at home on your own computer? Now, you may not know this, but chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and reliably low they are. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Does not require this. You could just do it yourself. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Just go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet sets. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks. delivered right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. But best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write SAVAGE in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. That's S-A-V-A-G-E. They have an amazing selection. Reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need. Don't stand online in an auto parts store and wait for the hostile clerk to get back to you. Go to rockauto.com.
3: All the parts your car will ever need. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com.
0: We are talking about the insurrection and the lack of leadership on the federal level in the United States of America right now, and people are scared. We saw the local police outnumbered, outmaneuvered, using social media platforms that should be closed down immediately. Look, I'll get into that later in the show. If they closed down uh, the sites that these thieves were using to go store to store, and it was a very organized robbery, it would uh, slow them up. If not, stop them in their tracks and the police would have a chance to put the fires out as they began. But, um, you you know, Zuckerberg doesn't want to give up a dime. Tim Cook doesn't want to give up any of his social media sites. They're doing real well. Tim Cook of Apple, uh, he didn't even want to cooperate when a domestic, when a uh, Islamic terrorist committed a couple of homicides here. Government had a fight with him for two years. Good people. They're really good people, these robber barons. Is it legal for you to defend your business from looters? What if the Antifa come to your house? What are your rights? Can you shoot them? Well, you better study the law really carefully. Really carefully. It is not legally justifiable to shoot someone in order to protect property alone. That's basically across the law. Texas law allows property owners to use deadly force to protect their properties if the owner Reasonably believes that use of non-deadly force to protect the property will put someone at risk of death or bodily injury. Be very careful, very careful indeed. What about warning shots? Are they okay? Well, in the world we are living in today, I don't know what's okay. But there's an adage. You know the adage, Jim? How does it go? I'd rather be judged by whatever than carried by whatever. Yeah, judge... I'd rather be judged by six than carried by 12. Is that how it goes? Oh, judged by six. I don't remember the, the rule on that one. But uh, all I can say to you is I, I hope for their sake they don't come to the suburbs expecting people to throw flowers at them. That's all I can say. They're getting away with murder right now in mayhem. And, you know, I know something about brats and criminals and children. And the more they get away with, the more they're going to get away with. See, there's the one corollary that Governor Newsom hasn't figured out yet. He's been too busy locking us in our houses, shutting down businesses, destroying the California economy. Now he's got a one-two punch on his hand. I don't envy any governor right now. How is he going How are they ever going to recover after a one-two punch like this? First, they closed businesses for three months that didn't have to be closed. That's number one. You see the report that came out today from ABC News, left wing ABC News, that all the lockdowns in the latest data analysis did not slow down the spread of covid one iota. It was all a mistake, all a mistake. And they're still got the restaurants closed here in San Francisco. The genius mayor here makes you wear a mask while you're eating. you How do you eat while wearing a mask? What do you put a straw in the mask? Idiots, morons. But I want to go back to what triggered all of this and i want you to separate what triggered all of this from what the vermin are doing now after it what did i say when i watched that tape of george floyd being killed by the cop what did i say don't put me in the category with others please i said right then and there the cop who did that should be tried for first degree murder i said not third first because i watched the cop choke the life out of him i watched him enjoy it I, i saw the cop's face And after he killed this man, he looked like a trophy hunter who had just killed an animal somewhere. He is a psychopath. The cop is a psychopath, I should add, in my opinion. In the opinion of any sane man, the cop was a psychopath. Cops agree with me. Police chiefs agree with me. The only people who don't agree with me are those in the the intellectual circles. They want to debate it on the head of a pin. George Floyd family's lawyer has reported today, by the way, An independent autopsy just determined that Floyd died of asphyxiation. I didn't need an independent autopsy. I have a pair of eyes. When I watched him begging for his life, here's a guy handcuffed on the floor with four thugs, murderers, homicidal maniacs standing around. And the lead murderer, the lead homicidal maniac has the knee on his neck, squeezing the life out of him. Everybody saw this. And he's begging for his life. And he screams at the end, "Mom, Mama. That's the part that got to me when he said, Mama, Mama, Mama. I said, oh, God, how can anyone not have any shred of human compassion left in them? I don't care if they have a gun or a club. I don't care who they are. What, are we living in Hitler, Germany? So Baden, who just did the uh, autopsy, said he died of asphyxiation for sustained pressure. Well, I saw that with my own eyes. And by the way, those of you who are lying to yourself, saying that if you can talk, you can breathe, Save that for the uh, right-wing rags that published that trash. If you can talk, you can breathe. Baden said nonsense. And there's no other health issue that could cause or contribute to the death. Police have this false impression that if you can talk, you can breathe. Baden said that's not true. The three other officers, by the way, should be tried, in my opinion, for not stopping their homicidal maniac compatriot. Maybe third degree, but he should get first degree and he should get he should get the death sentence for what he did. And by the way, nobody has supported police in the media more than I have. I've sent money. I support the police. But the police themselves know I'm right. There's not an officer of the law that wants to be tainted by this crazy man, what he did. But separate that from women in Union Square, San Francisco, walking out of uh, Victoria's Secret with arms full of brassiers and underwear. I couldn't believe the picture I saw. He told by the liars in uh, the liberal press that it was white supremacists doing the robbing. I don't know. I don't believe what I see. I only believe what you tell me. You want me to, not what I see. I mean, I, I, if I see people who are not white supremacists robbing braziers and they're females of color, what should I say? They were Nazis wearing uh, Wehrmacht uniforms. They are running out with braziers, holding them from their, all high as they could. They were not out of town out-of-town agitators what a convenient excuse for governor waltz by the way did you see the little story over the weekend governor waltz from the labor farmer farmers labor party in wisconsin uh, sorry minneapolis minnesota sorry i mixed the states up i have the bias of a coastal resident i always mix up minnesota and wisconsin you'll have to pardon me on that one all right it's just like a blur to me up there i like the people generally but it's a blur to me wisconsin and minnesota So the governor of Minnesota, who's from the Farmer Labor Party going back a long way, has a daughter. And take a guess what the daughter did over the weekend. I don't know. You didn't make it to the press because of the twisted press that we have who should, uh, you know, what I think about them. So the daughter of this governor, she has a name, Hope Walls, W-A-L-Z. And we posted it from uh, the Gateway Pundit on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Breaking exclusive, Minnesota governor's daughter, Hope Walls, was tweeting out intelligence to violent looters and rioters, just like Ilhan Omar's daughter, Isha Hirsi. Are you listening to this? The groups that were doing the riots, the domestic terrorists, the revolutionary communists, egged on by the ACLU, egged on by the National Lawyers Guild, egged on by the Ford Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, the National Council of Churches. Those who were doing the looting and the the burning were getting intelligence from within. So the daughter of the governor himself was listening to what daddy was doing and saying, and she was tweeting out police actions to them. Can you believe this? Can you believe how deeply implanted these people are? And what about New York City? Communist Mayor de Blasio, his daughter with the nose rings and the earrings I guess I'm supposed to say it doesn't matter. It Matters to me. I see someone with nose rings and earrings. I run the other way. That's all. I'm an old. I'm an old school kind of guy. I don't like nose rings. I don't like earrings. I'm sorry. I'm talking about a nose ring. I don't know who would wear a thing. A, a thing that hangs down an inch from a nose. Communist mayor De Blasio's daughter arrested with other radicals at riot in New York City is my headline. At protest they call it. See, I kept hearing the liars like Wolf Blitzer and those rat bum vermin. Oh. <laughs> I I wanted to reach through the screen and hang them. I I wanted to hang them in an effigy. Let's put it to you that way. Jake Tapper, a wonderful prize of a human being. If Jake Tapper was younger, he'd have a skateboard and he'd be wearing black, breaking windows, in my opinion. You don't like it, Jake? Here's the phone number, 855-47282. Tell us that you're not a left-wing radical bum. And Wolf Blitzer, that old, oh God. They don't say one word. They call them protesters. My eyes are seeing them smashing windows, robbing merchandise, throwing firebombs at police, and Wolf Blitzer and Jake Tapper calling them protesters. And they're giving me the civil rights garbage over and over again. I've had it for 50 years of this crap. 50 years of this garbage. I'm sick of it. Jim's saying, slow down. You're trying to recover. Jim doesn't want me to get sick. I don't know, Jim. There are times like this to test a man's soul. Thank you, Jim, for caring about me. No one else does. But I'm in a sweat right now. I've turned red. Jim warned me not to let this happen. I've been warned by others not to let myself go that far. I went too fast, too far. We're living through a revolution, and the government has abdicated. I was sick when I heard that Trump was in the bunker. And people said I was lying on Twitter when I put it up last night. They were saying I was a liar and I was this. I, I, I tweeted, President Trump is sequestered in the White House bunker. This is a revolution. Where is our government? I wanted him to give a speech to, bring, to stop it. Something. I wanted him to say something. I'm sorry I didn't hear anything from him. Did you? Did you hear anything from the president? I haven't heard anything. And today he attacked the governors. That was his answer sorry wrong answer so look at the headline now on the drudge report there was no greater supporter of donald trump than matt drudge and here's his headline today trump hides in bunker as protests rage calls governors weak fools and jerks that's matt drudge is he wrong what do you think do i have time for one call jim yes i'm taking it anyway you have no control over me. One 30-second call. Daniel in Texas, line six. Fire away, Daniel. What's on your mind?
2: Dr. Savage, this is nothing short of an opening salvo of a coup against this White House in this country. There is a legitimate discussion to be had on police brutality, but instead of restoring order, we have a president who looks like a deposed Banana Republic leader hiding out in his bunker. And Limbaugh and Wallbanger and Levin and Fox News refuse to say that the emperor has no clothes, that the communist vermin are at the gates, and they need to
0: Okay, so wait, let's back up a minute. Did you vote for Donald Trump? I need to know that. Come on, and be honest.
2: I went to his first rally in Dallas. I donated. I had the signs in my yard. I campaigned for him.
0: All right, so you're a real conservative, a real hardcore rock-rib Republican type.
2: I wore the MAGA hat. I have Donald Trump shirts. I have his posters on my refrigerator. I am hardcore, and I'm telling you... We need to talk to the president and tell him that he needs to take action now. This is a coup against his presidency, and he's getting terrible advice. We're hearing from the Washington Post and New York Times. He's planning to meet with the protest leaders for listening sessions.
0: Oh, God in heaven. Oh, oh This this is coming from, I know where this is coming from. I don't even have to fill in the paragraph who's advising him. That's the worst mistake he can make. Wait, he's calling the governors weak fools and jerks and he's going to get down on his unbended knee and talk to the protesters? It's All right, all right, all right. Let's see. We'll be back in a minute on The Savage Nation to listen to the rest. The
1: Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut,
0: unfiltered, and raw. When people are scared, they vote right. I want to ask you who you blame. Who do you blame for letting these riots get out of control? Has Trump done enough What would you recommend right now to stop these street thugs right now? Should the military be brought in to quell the riots? Now, my position is clear. The 82nd Airborne was brought in in the past. We know that. And it worked. It worked real well. I've seen it work many times when cities were threatened to be burned to the ground. And I've seen when the cops arrive, the punks run away. They skate away. And when the cops do their job, what happened to them? Two were fired in Atlanta by that psychotic mayor. I saw one woman slap a cop in the face. Black woman, big black woman, slapped a white cop in the face twice. He didn't do anything. He couldn't, you see. His hands were tied. What happened next? A large male African-American cop came over and gave her a roundhouse right, and he laid her out. She didn't get up for minutes. She was out cold, as cold Well, as George Foreman after his grill went dead. Let's put it to you that way. This is the Savage Nation. I'll be back with you in the next hour. Be here or be nowhere.
1: The Westwood One Podcast Network. and now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Health skelter You know who that was right. What was that guy's name? I forgot already. The guy who died
0: last year, not in the jail, the Sharon Tate murders. I, I forgot his name. The mass murderer, Jim. Remember? Anyway. Manson Charles Manson said that he killed uh, Sharon Tate, cut the baby out of her womb in order to start a race war. He wanted to blame it on blacks to trigger a race war in America. He says the only thing that will purify the country. So, if you think he is alone in wanting to start a race war, just watch your TV every night and you'll see who else is trying to start a race war. The punks in Antifa want a race war, and so I've asked a number of questions in the first hour. Only we only answered one of them. Who do you blame? for letting these riots get out of control. Has Trump done enough? What would you recommend be done to stop the street thugs tonight, right now? And uh, should the military be called in to to quell the riots? It doesn't matter what I'm saying, it's going to happen. Because these punks, no matter what anyone does, are going to do it more tonight. They're going to be wilder each night because they're like brats that are out of control. These are children without fathers. They're with communist mothers. It's okay, honey. You smeared doo-doo on the wall. You're an artist. Yo, look at that. And the father comes around, but he put doo-doo on the wall. Oh, no, honey, that's art. That's a modern-day piece of modern art, honey. You got it all wrong. So now he's out there with the skateboard, that skinny skank, breaking windows, stealing, burning, laughing at the cops, laughing after he gets arrested. And he's going to do more tonight because no one has shut him down. He never had a father stop him. And so it's going to happen. The military will be called out. I heard uh, just now that Trump is going to meet with the protesters from a caller. If he does that, I think I'm out of the election. I won't vote. If if calling the governors weak and fools and jerks, he's going to go meet with them? Does that make sense to you? You know, over the weekend, I said a lot of things. And one of the questions I asked was, should Trump stop Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and Google to quell the riots? Now, why would I ask that? I'm in the First Amendment business. Because I've spoken to people who know how this works and they told me that I couldn't understand why all these schmucks are running around with cameras in their hands. And he said they all think they're movie stars showing the violence to their circle of friends on Instagram mainly. And Telegraph, which is owned by a Russian incidentally. Not even US owned. And uh, I said, well, why can't we shut down Instagram? It's owned by, by um, Instagram is owned by Mark Zuckerberg. Right? He bought it. So the monopoly that zuckerberg controls his facebook instagram and god knows what else so these fools these criminals are running around doing the looting and showing it on instagram telling people where to meet up and whatever to do the next act of violence and thievery i said should trump stop these uh social media companies temporarily so i got a lot of answers most of you said no but some said interesting Guy says, of, if the government could shut down my restaurant, they can shut down Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and Instagram. Bingo. I mean, the government shut you down? Your restaurant's out of business. Your, your store's out of business because of these moronic MPH, MD morons in the health departments. They shut you down because they're moronic, and they made a mistake not even controlling the epidemic. And now they can't shut them down. Why not if they're spreading uh, the violence like that? That's a very good question, incidentally, for us to discuss. Now, we're going to discuss it, and I think the best way to do it is with you, the audience. However, before I take your calls, and we're, of course, busy. People are very angry, as you would expect. All of those of us in talk radio uh, know that these are very, very demanding times. We don't want to egg you on, but we also want you to understand that we are also an American. We're also Americans. We also watch the TV. We also get violent feelings when we watch the punks breaking windows and and robbing and setting police cars on fire. I watched in Philly last night. I was infuriated. A line of six police cars had been invaded by the police and the punks were jumping on the roof, setting their cars on fire, stealing their uh, goods out of the cars. Six, seven police cars in a row stopped. Why? You know, because there's no Mayor Rizzo anymore. There's a song, you know, there's no England anymore. There's no Mayor Rizzo anymore. Philly was once run by a tough Italian mayor named Rizzo. You could pretty much figure out what kind of guy he was by his name. Well, the Black Liberation Army or something along those lines, I can't keep up with all the radical uh, names associated in those uh, areas. The Black uh, This or the Black Anarchist uh, uh, Army, I don't know, whatever, took over a row of houses in Philly. Men, women, children, they just took it over and they wouldn't get out of the houses. They occupied them, you know. It was anarchy, and they said they owned the houses. They squatted in them. I don't know how much time Rizzo gave them, but they wouldn't leave. Well, Rizzo didn't go in with a with a, with a dove or a, a bouquet of roses. He didn't say, I'm going to get on my knee and talk with you. He firebombed the entire block of houses, and he killed everybody in the houses. Men, women, and children were fried like French fries. They were fried to the ground. That ended the radicals right then and there. It was over. There was a little peace after that. Now, I'm not recommending it. That was another time, there primitive times in America when there were Rizzo's for mayors. Now you got pansies for mayors, like in Minneapolis. Look at that schmuck. You know, that guy really got to me. He, uh, This is a part you got to understand. I'm Jewish, right? So I've told you that. I hate Jews who say they're Jews because they eat bagels and lox. I wanted to strangle them. He's one parent's Jewish. One is, he says he's Jewish because he eats bagels and lox on Sundays. Can you believe this moron? I mean, what an embarrassment this person is to say he's Jewish because he eats bagels and locks. He got the worst part of the Jewish experience. He became a psychotic left wing liberal. That's all he got out of the Jewish experience. So that's the mayor. You hear this? That's the mayor. From Mayor Rizzo to Mayor Bagels and Locks in one generation. I should say, it's not even bagels and lox, it's for Mayor Rizzo to Mayor Cream Cheese in one gen- generation. But we don't have mayors like that anymore. Look what we have here in San Francisco. Oh my God, Ming, what a mayor we have. This idiot won't even open up the businesses. This moron doesn't even know where money comes from. She grew up in public housing, so it's always been government money. So she figures, what is business? You don't even know what business is? So keep the businesses closed. And the sheeple in the city don't even open their business out of, out of defiance. Ooh. God, there's so much going on. So everyone hears that Trump said he's going to declare Antifa a a domestic terrorist group. Will he do it? Who knows? My president, your president says things and doesn't follow through in many cases. We know that by now. And it's very, uh, it's very disturbing. My father taught me, never say something that you're not going to do. He warned me. He told me, then warned me, told me. And he said, if I make a promise, Michael, he said, I'm going to always live up to it. And you must do the same thing. He taught me, don't say you're going to do something and not do it. That's how I was raised, by my immigrant father. They lived by the old world. The old code, if you say it, you do it. Oh, now he's going to do this. Now he's going to do that. He's going to do this. The mayors are morons. The governors are schmucks. You're going to meet with them. Now, I don't understand it anymore. So what left-wing groups are behind the punks with the skateboards setting police cars on fires, on fire? Well, we hear Auntie Fa. Everyone, Antifa, 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 Antifa. So they all think they're fighting Hitler. They're all fighting Hitler uh, with their, with their firebombs. But they are the military wing of the other groups. And I have a list of them for you. You may even be a member. You may even give them money. Amnesty International. They're the soft Antifa, I get it? Black Lives Matter is a little of, a little of both. They're both soft and hard. Center for American Progress, Center for Media and Democracy, Center for Science and the Public Interest, Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, Citizen Action, Citizens Fund, Color of Change.org, Common Assets Defense Fund, Cordoba Initiative, Media Matters for America, MoveOn.org, ProPublica, Netroots Nation, Tide Center, Tide Center Projects, Tides Foundation, Transnational Resource and Action Center, Turning Point Project, Youth Empowerment Center, Rockefeller Brothers Fund, Lilly Endowment. Bain Foundation, Ford Foundation, Rockefeller Foundation, Blue Moon Fund, Joyce Foundation, HKH Foundation, Dolan Charitable Trust, Vanguard Foundation, Archer Foundation, Saul Alinsky's Back of the Yards Community Council, National Hip Hop Political Convention, Cuban Council of Churches, Pastors for Peace, Progressive Religious Partnership, People for the American Way, Interfaith Alliance, Interfaith Worker Justice, American Friends Service Committee, Clergy Leadership Network, America Coming Together, National Council of Churches, Interfaith Center on Corporate Responsibility, National Lawyers Guild. These are but some of the radical leftist groups, in my analysis, that are behind the violence in the streets. Now, they'll say they aren't. They will say, oh, no, you have no right to smear us. Uh, we're, in, we're for peace and love. How many of them put on masks in the last three days? How many members of these so-called peace groups had masks <clears throat> on not to prevent COVID, but to hide as they were committing violence or joining a protest? How many? I don't know. But I know this. One of them was caught. Accused Molotov cocktail hurler is Ivy League educated lawyer and community activist. Bingo. There he was. His picture's on my Twitter feed at at a Savage Nation. There's his picture right there. Nice fella. An Ivy League educated lawyer and member of a Brooklyn community board was among those arrested for hurling a Molotov cocktail at a marked NYPD vehicle in George Floyd protests. Colin Ford Mattis was allegedly behind the wheel of a tan minivan as his passenger fellow attorney, Oroge Raymond, allegedly hurled the incendiary at an empty NYPD vehicle outside the 88th Precinct Station House in Fort Greene. Now, Mr. Mattis, nice-looking fella, nice shirt, nice tie, wearing a mask at the time, is a graduate of Princeton University, NYU School of Law, and he's an associate at corporate Manhattan firm Prior Cashman. Prior Cashman. So the law firm itself, you should read what they had to say. They're just like him, the same mentality, same liberal mentality. So this one puts on a mask and allegedly, allegedly with his buddy through a Molotov cocktail and he's an Ivy educated lawyer. You hear this? So don't tell me that they're all peace and love. Tell me what's behind the peace and love. 855 <clears> 472 Let's go to the callers, by the way. Let's go to the callers. Uh, I, I read you all those the groups. You're going to all say, where is that found? It's in a book I wrote years ago called Scorched Earth, pages 98 and 99 with a few added, and all these names will again be appear in a book that I am currently working on, which God knows if I finish it by October will be out, you'll see all of it, should I read you the title, you want to know the title of the book, I've not mentioned it once yet, hold on, you're not going to believe this story, You got to be- no, well, I'm going to tell him the story now, um, and uh, I don't know if you're going to believe this story, but you better believe it because I don't tell you, I tell you the truth, I don't try to mince a word here. I signed a deal before I got sick with my publisher who did all of my great, last great books, all of them. And the title was Trump's Fight for America, The Battle Continues by Michael Savage. And as time went on, I got very uncomfortable with the title and I insisted that it be changed. And we've changed it to our fight for America I don't have to say another word our fight for America do I have to explain why I changed the title does that say it all I will vote for the president because I'll never vote for that other dunce and what comes after could you imagine you know I someone said something interesting to me yesterday during all of this mayhem she said that if Hillary Clinton were president, she wouldn't have let these riots get out of control. She would have been tougher than Trump. I said, what do you mean tougher? She said, are you kidding her and Bill? You think that they wouldn't have put them down like like the feral animals that they are? They would have had probably hit squads in the streets taking out the leaders if they ever got that far. I said, I don't know, maybe you're right. She said Hillary Clinton would not have let these riots get as far as they got. Never. Now, I don't know whether that's true or false. But I know nothing was done. Basically, the poor police were outgunned, outmanned. They had their hands behind their back. The mayors shackled them, deballed them, caponized them, turned them into into chickens without beaks and claws. And the uh, the uh, vermin took advantage of the weakness of the police. I'll be back.
1: The savage nation. It's savage on demand.
0: Who do you blame for letting these riots get out of control? Has Trump done enough? What would you recommend to stop the street thugs right now? Should Trump shut down the social media giants temporarily to quell the rioters? Should the military be brought in to quell the riots? Now, there is a correction from one of my followers on Twitter who goes by the handle College Blitz. He says, correction, Wilson Good, who succeeded Frank Rizzo, ordered the bombings of the homes. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But I, I did tweet something during the show after the last hour, which is when people are scared, they vote right, not left. And I think that's a very important thing for us to keep in mind. And I don't know whether the Trump team knows that and that they're letting this fester. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a little worried right now because they're not really active. They're not proactive enough here. And what do you think about the idea of the young woman who said to me that Hillary Clinton actually been president would have stopped these people cold in their tracks? She never would have let this get out of hand. She would have used much tougher tactics than Trump is using. You know, it's it's an interesting question. Well, first of all, it wouldn't have happened on the Hillary Clinton because they all would have been working for her one way or the other, all these groups. But let's say you did have riots and insurrections in the country. You think Hillary would let it get this far? She'd be tougher than Trump, you think? I don't know. Nevada Dino Line 2, go ahead. You're on the Savage Nation. What's on your mind?
2: Yeah, I just wanted to say that... um I think that Trump was giving these governors uh, the opportunity to do the right thing, and clearly they failed. And
0: so. So wait. So you agree that Trump should have today called the governors weak fools and jerks, not try to uh, work with them, but he should have just browbeat them? You think that's correct?
2: No, I don't. Well, they definitely deserve to be browbeaten, but I. That's besides the point. They'd do
0: we have the sound, uh, Jim, of him browbeating them?
2: I'm sorry. What's it was
0: on? too hard to on that. We don't have the sound. But so you agree it is the weak governors who let this happen? Absolutely. Well, so you think he has no responsibility in it at all?
2: Yeah, I definitely think he has some responsibility. And I think he's going to show that today after. How?
0: Uh, OK, how? When When? and how? What's he going to do?
2: Well, I think he's going to bring in the military
0: today let's hope let's hope to god we see tanks rolling into the streets and that i love the mothers say that it intimidated their children you hear this they said that the tanks one of these left-wing congress morons i think occasional cortex who should be deported said that the military force and the police intimidated the rioters you hear this that cortex creature if her brain was operating at a quarter capacity it'd be double
1: what it is now michael savage a host like no other you know, in a few
0: weeks, that 600 bucks a week that uh, Uncle uh, Donald is giving you on top of your unemployment is going to run out. 600 bucks a week so you can go out and riot or do nothing, whatever you want, sit on your behind. What's going to happen when that money runs out? The country now has a one-two punch. First, the morons closed the states and the cities uh, uh, out of a panic on the COVID epidemic. Now you get hit with the riots and the cities are crippled. Many of the cities are, are crippled economically. People can't reopen their businesses. You got these radical vermin in the streets who should be rounded up, frankly, and put into detention immediately, uh, not waiting for them to break a window or hurt something. You appear with a mask. You appear with a club. You're arrested. That's all. But OK, <clears throat> how is the country going to survive this? Tell me how it's going to survive this and who is responsible for this? You know, who is responsible? Who's not doing their job here? trump jumps in this morning and instead of trying to bring people together i'm sorry he calls the governors weak fools and jerks that's not appropriate i am sorry i don't approve of that even if they are weak you know there's an adage that i learned many years ago i'm a former teacher and i found it in my own life as a father i found it in my own life when dealing with myself if you take a man as he is you make him worse if you take a man as he can be, you make him better. I've used it for 40 years now, and it really works. And I know who wrote it. It was Goethe, G-O-E-T-H-E, for those of you who know who that is. If you take a man as he is, you make him worse. Meaning you call a man weak or fool, or a jerk. He becomes weaker, foolish, more foolish, and more jerky. You understand that? But if you say to the fool, look, here's how you should behave, or here is what you should do, and you do it nicely. Uh, you say to the jerk you don't say you're a jerk you say look here's what I think you ought to do And here's why I think it'll work and here's how I'm gonna help then you make the jerk less jerky Take a man as he is you make him worse Take a man as he or treat a man as he can be you make him strong better It works with children and it works with people That was a mistake But what do you think right now California step line three go ahead please you're on the savage nation Not there. Uh, Stephanie, you're there? Hello. Yeah, go quickly. Come on. Let's make it quick.
2: Okay. The mayors uh, blew it Tuesday morning. The mayors of the Bay Area, Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose, should have announced a rally Tuesday morning. Oakland Coliseum, no windows to break, stages up, sound set, and these speakers, where's Willie Brown And all these speakers.
0: Well, Willie, wait, wait, wait. I don't understand. Call us speakers about what? To talk to the protesters. keep. They wouldn't. Come on. They wouldn't have gone. They only understand. uh, um, They only stand. Look, come on. You know that they're radicalized. They're not going to listen to a speech. They only understand one thing. Okay, let me put it another way. Uh, Okay, here's the. When you have a forest fire raging out of control, if you're in the fire fighting business, what do you do to stop a forest fire? This is firefighting 101. What do you do? You build a trench and you build a backfire. Why do you build another fire? Because only fire will stop fire. That's where they're saying fire fight. You fight fire with fire. And the only way to fight these vermin is with more violence. And that means giving the police free reign to bring them down like the feral animals that they are. And you put up a sign. Looters will be shot. That's all. End the story. Now, I know it's never going to happen but I have my own world that I live in. To me, it's suddenly 1956. There are fins in my brain, okay? I have tail fins in my brain. Suddenly it's 1956, when the chrome was thick and the women were straight. I still live in that world, okay? You wanna, you wanna, you wanna riot, you punk bum you? You wanna riot, you piece of, you wanna break a window with your skateboard, you skank you? I told you before, I grew up in Queens, New York. The cops were tough as nails. We were afraid of them. They had nightsticks. Nobody was under, like, six foot two. You had to have a certain height. Now as i five foot one, you're the police chief in San Francisco. Especially if you have a nose ring and you're transgendered. That's the, the three qualifications. Under five feet nose ring transgendered and you hate the country then you could then you <clears throat> those are the qualifications for police chief in most uh, sanctuary cities today oh and par, foreign born foreign born so the cops were very big and they were mean and tough merely mean they were mean some of my friends got beaten up behind a police station that's absolutely true they were no good they gave them a good beating and the kids never did it again was it legal no do I approve of it? I, I, I didn't I didn't like it at the time. But it kept the kids uh, on a straight and narrow. The streets were safer. So I wouldn't blame the police. There's plenty of cops who could still do the job. Plenty of them could snap your neck like a breadstick if they had to. Let me tell you that. Right now, they could snap your neck like a breadstick. But you got the, the pansies and, and such running the, the departments. I saw a cop push somebody who got thrown off the force yesterday. Girl got pushed, got knocked down. Some rioting skank got rioted and threw it down. He got fired. I never saw How can you maintain law and order if you tell those who are supposed to maintain law and order that they're the lawless ones? They're not the ones who broke the neck of this guy. They're not the ones who stepped on the neck of this guy. What are you blaming them for what he did? Right? So if you don't know who I am or... What you're listening to is always some right wing guys justifying the murder of the guy. You're wrong. You're wrong. I mean, the record is clear. Go to my Twitter feed and see what I said last week when it happened and compare my tweets to those of the uh, butt kissers in the media and see what they said. They had to find out what to say from the White House. They had to get clearance first. They had to get the the, uh, mimeograph sheet. From the administration to see what was safe to say Then I put their finger up So I I was pretty clear because I used my own judgment When I saw that guy begging for his life I was pretty Straight out with it in what I said And I'm trying to find it So here here it is May 28th, that was the day I saw it Cop killed black Man in slow-mo You hear the poor man crying for his mother He should be tried for murder In the first degree with added Charges of a hate crime I'm on record, May 28th. I'll live with that record. I'll live with that record. Disturbing video shows a Minneapolis police officer with his knee pinned on the neck of a moaning man. It was a begging man it who was, it was begging for his life. That is not a normal restraint. Everyone knew he was trying to kill him. And the cop, if you watch the video, looked crazy to me. He looked deranged. He was enjoying it. You saw the cop looking like he had brought down an animal. Like a trophy animal. And onlookers are saying, he's not even moving. Get off his neck. Don't kill me. I cannot breathe. And he starts to say, mama, mama, mama. That's what got to me. I'm sorry. See, I'm a man with compassion. I don't like watching an animal killed in a slaughterhouse. I won't step on a ladybug if I'm walking in the street. Maybe you enjoy stepping on a ladybug. I don't. It's one of God's creatures. I see a ladybug in the street as small as it is i step around an ant if i can say oh what kind of guy are you won't even kill an ant no i won't even kill an ant if i don't have to they invade my kitchen i'll poison them and kill them all but if i see ants out in the street i won't step on them same here with the rioters see same thing i won't step on an ant if i'm walking in the street but if they invade my house i'll get the poison same thing this cop was squeezing the life out of the man as he was dying, and that 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 one standing next to him was watching, doing nothing, standing over him. It looked like something out of Nazi Germany, only worse even. The, the Nazis took the, the people and he did it quietly. These guys were doing it on the street. All right, so horrible, first-degree murder is what I said, and I stick by that. I'm not going to sit and debate you. It's a legal maneuver in Minneapolis, and he wasn't on his neck. He was on his back. He was on the back, and he didn't die. It was an underlying condition. Come on. What kind of moron are you? Who do you think you're talking to here? Never saw anything like this in my life. And, okay, so the guy was arrested three days later, whatever, in a third degree, blah, blah, blah. The wheels of uh, you know justice turned slowly, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I got it. So then, all of a sudden, the next day, we see the looting start. What do I treat? Looting in the name of justice equals the liberal narrative. Bingo. That's all. That's their, always their answer. Steal the Brazier's. Go rob the braziers and this and that. Why do I keep saying braziers Because there's the picture on May 31st. Two young women. Young women. I have other words. I use them if I was in my living room with you right now. Two young women are seen with their arms filled with uh, uh, ladies' uh, lingerie and underwear coming out of uh, uh, Victoria's Secret on Union Square in San Francisco. You see, they were trying to get... Stealing brassieres in the name of justice was my headline. I, I mean, what are you going to do here? Then another one. I couldn't believe it. Then there's another one, a young lady of color, more brassieres in her hands, smiling. Oh, she's happy. Oh, yeah, the glass is broken. The hands are full of the uh, underwear and the brasiers. She's having a wonderful time. This was after the mayor said it was white supremacists doing it. So my headline was More white supremacists caught looting on camera. (laughs) Good now, but you know, sometimes you have to use a little sarcasm. More white supremacists caught caught robbing (laughs) Braziers on camera. (laughs) Stupid. Who they think they're talking to? Lockdown. Don't go to the beach. Don't go to the beach, but you can go and riot without a mask. Can't go to the beach. Can't open a restaurant, but you can riot without a mask. Just no social distancing requiring for your riots. Idiots, you see who's running things now. Oh, God, what a country. So here we are. We're property owners. What are you going to do when they come for you? What are you going to do when they come for you? What are you going to do, bad boy? You're all locked and loaded. You're sitting and saying you're going to defend yourself. I'll kill him if he comes through my gate. You better think carefully. You better study the law. They know the law better than you because they're advised by the ACLU, National Lawyers Guild, and all the other legal groups of vermin that I've read to you before. They know how to provoke you without breaking the law so that you break the law and you go to jail. Do you understand that? There was a case here in Marin County a few years ago of a guy who was even retreating into his own garage. That was a a fender bender, two white guys, fender bender, old guys. And the other moron gets out of his car and and trails the other guy, uh, actually, no, I don't know, it was a yelling, screaming match or a fender bender, he trails him to his house, The first guy retreats into his garage and the other guy follows him into his driveway and the guy in the garage tells him, don't, da-da-da-da, and the guy keeps coming at him. The guy in the garage, when he's retreating, shoots the guy several times in the stomach with a high-caliber handgun. And the other one didn't die, no less. Uh, That's a shocker. I never heard of rounds in the stomach that you don't die from, never in my life. So the long and short of it is, The guy who shot him actually got off. It's hard to believe in this county. I mean, he was retreating. He tried not to shoot him. He backed up. Even in his own house, they they tried to crucify him. but they didn't. But nevertheless, you know how much money it must have cost that guy to defend himself in the courts, given the twisted, perverted legal system that we have? But okay, so he got off. He had to sell the house and move. The other man, thankfully, survived. All over nothing. All over some idiot getting, uh, you know, and by the way, the uh, road rage is at an all-time high because of the COVID lockdowns. Oh, my God, I can tell you stories? You don't believe it. How People are crazy. They're going nuts. They're going nuts out there. Okay, so let's take some calls on the Savage Nation. I want to go to North Carolina. Paul, is he still there on line six? Paul, welcome to the Savage Nation. What's your topic?
3: Um, I want to say that I agree with you characterization of how this cop killed George Floyd in slow motion it was uh, extremely difficult to watch and I became enraged much like I got just as angry as when I saw the day before the person in the nursing home attacking the patient there's something very very disturbing
0: oh 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 and that was that was a reverse racial situation.
3: Yeah,
0: that's the media didn't cover that, but... No, no, no. Wolf Blitzer didn't get around to that one, no.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I, now, I, I understand by the, by the call screener that you are a former officer from Minnesota. Is that correct? No,
3: no, no. From NYPD, from New York.
0: Okay, and you retired in North Carolina. That's where many cops go to retire, right? Yes, yes. So, sounds like a great place to be, unless it's been perverted by the university system, <laughs> probably has. Sorry. Okay, speak. so your you, so your former NYPD... You watched the murder by the cop, and um, have you ever been taught to put a knee on the neck of a person after they're handcuffed?
3: No, no. And I can't say that there are situations where someone's very big and you're alone. Um, you would not believe the amount of strength some of these people have, especially if they're on PCP.
0: Oh, and I No, believe me, I've heard from cops. I, but oh, this guy, was compli- he was complying, though.
3: That's the thing, Michael. He was complying, and he was arrested for forgery. It's not like this guy went out and raped someone. Or
0: wait a minute, when I said f- heard forgery, I thought he tried to forge something. He passed a twenty dollar bill that had been counterfeited. He didn't counterfeit it. Right? No. I how, how many? How many of us are spending bills that may have be counterfeited? We don't even know it, right?
3: That that's why that's why a lot of people are saying it should be murder one because there was there was hardly a charge to begin with. But if you watch the whole video, Floyd complied the whole entire way.
0: Did you see the earlier video that came out the other day of him struggling inside the police car prior to the homicide?
3: No, I didn't.
0: Uh-huh. Well, they had him in the police car, and they were they were apparently beating the hell out of him in the police car prior to this. Yeah. Well, they 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 were laying it into him. They were almost beating him with their fists prior to the prior to the uh, homicide strangulation. They were beating him up in the police car as well. So this is a disgusting situation, but it does not justify the looting and the burning. That's the whole point of the show, is it not?
1: Home of Borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation.
0: You know, in the closing minute of this show, and the entire show can be heard later on my podcast, the people are saying, why is the president not speaking to us? This is the number one complaint I am getting on my social media without blaming, they're saying, wait a minute, we were scared this weekend. We saw riots. We saw insurrection. We saw lawlessness. We saw the police being outfoxed and outmaneuvered. We saw the police having their hands tied. We saw buildings burning. We saw looting. Why didn't the president speak to us with the presidential seal from the Oval Office, is what people are saying, to try to calm we, the law-abiding Americans, telling us, That he has the situation under control and things will return to normal shortly. Why didn't he do that? That's what the people are demanding. And they're saying, Where is our leadership? Where is our government? That's all they're saying. Thank you for listening. I'm Michael Savage.
1: The Westwood One Podcast Network.